something outside. What is that? Steenberg, so I thought that was very cool. 
definitely, and wait till you find out, you know, the dirt I got on Thomas. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's uh, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, the personal stories. But um, I'll tell you, where did you? I mean, how did you even become interested in? And all of this on the, the topic of it, and you know, I mean, how was this from your childhood, or how did this all start? Uh, great question. I think that's, um, I think, like many of us of my generation, um, you know, it, it all started with the Patterson Gimlin film, and I, mm. you know, the audience, I'm sure most of the audience knows uh, about the Patterson Gimlin film, but the film now, you know. Uh, from 1967 um, in, in Northern California, and and I think um, you know I was fascinated with it, but it really didn't. It was just kind of a cool thing, and I, I was you know I I didn't pursue it or follow it. I just said that is that is wow. But but I never. And then I just kind of went on the shelf, and it just went into one of those categories that you know I just just moved on with life, and then um, later in life. I was um, my my wife Dana, who's uh, is um, she just loves loves the subject. She you know she's always always has she you know she she's her and I come from the same generation. But her and uh, son Gabriel used to watch Finding Bigfoot, and that was one of their pastimes. And she was just just into it, and then she she finally com- convinced me one year to go to a a, a conference. And I wasn't kicking and screaming, but I wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> I didn't know what I was mm-hmm. in for. I really did because mm-hmm. you just don't know. And, you know, again, I was like, wow, what, what is it? Been, what are these people going to be like? <laughs> and I have a funny story with one of the research dogs, researchers that we can get into later about that too, about what, what he, he mentioned the same thing. Um, I just didn't know what I was going to get into. So, <laughs> right. So, um, Fast forward, and forward uh, we ended up at the, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference at Salt Fork. Um, it's funny and interesting story, I guess. I, uh, you know, we're, we're checking in, and she's excited, and I'm, I'm, you know, I get along with everybody anyway, so I was, was looking forward to getting there. We, it's a nice place to go, beautiful park. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. some historical sightings there. Um, we're, so we decided to go early. I'm checking in. I'm at the front desk. And we're at the front desk checking in, and then Dr. Meldrum walks in to check in. And I could see Dana in a quarter of my eye. She's just like, oh, my God, there's Dr. Meldrum. <laughs> and I'm just awesome. – I just look at – I look at him, and he's standing next to me and say, you look, you look kind of familiar. Do we know, know each other from somewhere? And just start cracking up. And, you know, <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, I can't, I can't believe you just did that. But – and that was, it was just kind of funny the way the week started, and then, then the host, the host of the event, because we were there early, uh, is the uh, is Mark DeWorth. You know, the the Ohio Bigfoot Conference started with Don Keating. Uh, he passed it on to Mark DeWorth. It's a great event. Um, it's it's one of those events that I think a lot of the the modern conferences and it's still going is strong, but I think many of the conferences mm-hmm. kind of modeled their. Uh, modeled after what Don Keating and then Mark, Mark, Mark DeWorth did. And then Mark Mark was kind enough, you know, to, you know, he saw us early that evening. 
I don't know, you know, maybe because we didn't look like Bigfooters, we were, you know, and he said, and he, and we just got to know him, you know, we, we in turn got to know, know some of the researchers that were there speaking. We were, we took part in, 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 in one of the events that were there, uh, our first time there, again, it's just an interesting, met, met a lot of really interesting people, um, and then, I'm sitting. I just remember sitting there and listening to listening to the speakers, and and again, still really skeptical because honestly, look, there's there's some interesting people that go to conferences. I mean, good, bad, or and just funny. There's just a, and not in bad way. There's just interesting people there. And mm-hmm, I was right? uh, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. listening. I I never. I'm, I remember listening to. I I can't remember if it was if it was Cliff Barrickman or Jeff, Dr. Jeff Meldrum first. But I just said, wow, there is actually, a, you know, a, a legitimate scientist. Obviously, I knew who he was, but I just wasn't diving into the subject back then. And I just was taken away that there's a, you know, that there's a scientist that has that's that's presenting all this data and is is involved in the subject. And it just made made me scratch my head and say, wow, the, maybe maybe there is really something to this. And then uh, Cliff Barrickman, there were some other great speakers there as well, and, and Cliff was the same way. He was just very uh, science-oriented, uh, methodical, data-driven, and I was just, I was just, I was impressed. I was, I was, it was more than I expected when I, I went to that, ev- that first event. I just, I didn't, I didn't expect that. And that probably kicked it off. I know I probably talked really long on that answer, but that's really oh, that's how I got right. it. And when was this? What year was this? Oh, I would say it wasn't it wasn't that long ago, maybe two thousand fifteen, sixteen. So okay. it, it was it was fairly recent. I'm not I'm not uh I can't say I have all the uh, the marks on the on the fence in the years behind right. me. So uh, that and I'm not a researcher either, so Wow, okay. So that's how it all started. You just kind of delved mm-hmm. into the whole uh, conference situation. And you're right, and you never know what to expect the first time that you're going to one of those. And that was the first conference that I was at, too, was one of the um, the Bigfoot conferences up there uh, that Mark DeWorth held. And, uh, yeah, it... it <laughs> It is interesting um, when you're not sure what to expect, but it sounds like you had a really good lineup of people for that um, with Meldrum there and everything. So, um, so what what gave you the ideal for the book then? Uh, great question. So, after you know going to some you know some of these events and. Um, you know, I figured I'm there anyway, <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I became interested in it. I, you know, I started, you know, you, you start listening to podcasts, you start reading books, uh, and, and then I, again, I was fortunate that I befriended um, some of the researchers, uh, um, and it was just, um, I was just fortunate that that they're friends. I've I've made, uh, you know, and even after, you know, before writing this book, and then after writing this book. Uh, I, I know I've 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 walked away with with some new friends and that, that's that's pretty special, and it's interesting. But um, 
so I, w I was friendly with researchers, so I so and comfortable around them because you know again I was a skeptic in the beginning. I just and still I am, and maybe I mean I think we're all skeptics. Uh, well, not all of us, but some of us are skeptics. Um, and then um, it was um, you know so the concept of the book, you know, so I, I was you know just just chit chatting with some people. At, so at one time I, I remember I was sitting. Um, I, I like ideas, and I and I said, I, and I listen to all these podcasts. You know, you watch Monster Quest, and you watch the TV shows, the Funding Bigfoot, and there's, there there are tons of information. And you go to these conferences, and you see all these speakers. And I just thought one day, I said, you know, if you're outside looking in, or if you're an enthusiast, or even if you're another researcher, how do you keep track of everybody, you know, you know, you know, you know some of the main names, but how do you keep track of what everyone's doing? So right. I just thought to myself, I said, wouldn't it be a cool idea to create, you know, I don't want to say, it's almost like a, I hate to say a directory, but just start opening the eyes of, or just offering the readers that uh, what some of the people are doing around, around North America um, as in regards to influencing, so I'm opening it to, to influencing because we wanted to open it up more than just you know, some some individuals aren't researchers per se, but they're influencing the subject. So, so that was the concept um, originally. Um, I, I bounced the idea off of a first, of course, my wife Dana. Uh, she said, "Go for it." She's awesome that way. She just says, "You know," and so she's always a huge supporter of anything that I do. Uh, then I called uh, called my friend, Mr. Matt Pruitt. I'm not sure if you've had Matt uh, on the. I don't know if you've had Matt on the show, but um, amazing, you know, person, person, and just a su super one of the nicest guys in the whole world. And I just said, "Hey, Matt, what do you think of this idea?" He goes, "I." He liked it, and that was like the the second check off my my list. And then, um, and he gave me a ton of ideas. And he said, "Well, if you're going to do it, do it this way. This is here's some ideas. You know, he's he's done tons of interviews. He's he's working on his own book. You know, he's been a producer. You know, he's done a lot of different things. And you know, so uh, and a former musician. So so he gave me a ton of great ideas just to say how to how to really form help format it or help you know you know how to just how to what to ask how to approach the researchers." Again, of course, I already had a small list of, of individuals that I knew. Um, and then that's kind of how it kicked off. And then, then we can go into the next part, if you like, of how, how it moved from, from uh, an idea to, uh, to fast-forwarding to, to book writing, if you like, unless you had any questions. Okay, Thomas, do you want to jump in there? Yeah, I was just wondering, Tim, I noticed in your list uh, – of the names of the people you've included in the book, um, you seem to concentrate on those who look at the Sasquatch question from a zoological approach, for the most uh, part. You know, for the most part, yes. I mean, I think um, that that's where I started. I, you know, I always again when when I originally got into the interest of this. You know, it was listening to Dr. Meldrum and the fair, and 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 personally, you know, that's you know, I'll just go on. You know, I, that's where I tend to believe. You know, if if this if these uh, these animals exist, that they are animals. Um, 
you know, that being said, I think someone told me, and it was either um, yourself, Thomas, or Daniel Perez, he said, well, Renee DeHinden said, we'll worry about it when we bring one in. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but definitely, it, yeah, the list is, but, you know, that being said, you know, I I wanted to also make sure that we're talking about influencers. So what is an influencer? I think that's where it starts. And, 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 and I wanted to make, you know, I, I don't want to rule anything out because there's some individuals that are influencing the subject. Uh, so, so there's, there's definitely a few uh, individuals in the book that, that, that might, you know, have other ideas, you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. okay too. Uh, but, but uh, does that answer the question without being too, uh, too uh, politically on the fence? Thomas. Well, that's 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 fine. I I, I mean, my my question is always, but I'm zoological. I look at it from a zoological point of view, and you've heard me say this, Julie. The biggest problem with the Sasquatch field today it more resembles an asylum that's been taken over by the inmates. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, when people who who look at this and they call themselves researchers, but they're more like a religious leader on a pulpit. <laughs> right, trying to push actually, a face actually, rather than trying to find an answer to a question. And I noticed that a lot of the people, I was figuring that maybe you're going to do a second book with the, uh, uh, shall we say, the paranormal crowd. <laughs> well, interesting story there. So, uh, and uh, you know, I was going to with the with the amount of researchers in, that are are in influencing the subject we'll say and again i'd want to make it more than researchers because we have individuals uh, like dr Esteban sarmiento who mm-hmm. who is not uh, a bigfoot researcher so there's mm-hmm. others that aren't bigfoot researchers uh that that are in the book um but i'm already i've already got my list for volume two just because there's hundreds of people uh, that are doing things and um you know, when I first came up with the the, the initial idea of the book, I, I was uh, wasn't I was friends with with Doug Hycheck. I wasn't you know we were Facebook friends, so we weren't close, but we chatted back and forth. And there's a funny story behind that we can I can get into later too if you like, just how I met Doug or how it, you know our my first interaction with Doug. But um, and Doug Hycheck's actually um, his publishing company, Hangar One Publishing, is is the uh, publisher of, of the book, my book, The Bigfoot Influencers, and he's had a, a ton of creative uh, impact and, and support and helped the, helped the book along the way too. Uh, but I reached out to Doug because I knew he had a publishing company, and this this book was just an idea. So you know what? Maybe one day it'd be a cool idea to do it, and that's kind of how it was. And I, I reached out to Doug. And we set some time up to chat about it, and I went from you know zero to 100 miles an hour in in you know in one day because he you know once he 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 thought it was a great idea, he said I'm going to create a book cover for you, and then once you get the book cover, it's really going to push you to do this book, um, and that's what happened. Is all you know? I called him. I had a book cover probably in an hour after we finished our conversation. And uh, and I start. I didn't really have a choice then. I said, "Well, I, you know, I'm going to do oh. it now." So, uh, so it was really fun. Really fun story. Um, and that was, I think, I, I don't know if this is short or long period of time. It was, I think, it was last August when I when I you know started the idea for the book. So, 
Um, it moves, you know, it feels like it moves slow because there's just a, a ton of things that I wish I did faster. But, you know, if I can get get the book from start to finish out in a year, the first one, you know, I hope that's 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 good. Wow. And for people who may not be familiar with the dog, he is also the producer of the show Monster Quest, which I know a lot of us have watched over the years, and he, you know, I loved that show. By the way, I, I wish he would bring it back. Definitely, yeah, and you know, he started with uh, the documentary uh, Sasquatch Legend Meets Science, mm-hmm. uh, which some of the, you know, obviously, you know, there's some some individuals in that, you know, way back when that are in, in the books well and you know, Dr. Jeff Meldrum included was in that. And then yeah, he's he's just a fascinating person and he's humble and he's just approachable. He's just he's one of the coolest guys in the world. He's mm-hmm. and the fam just nice oh, family, yeah. nice I just I can't say more enough about the 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 group of the group of them because his his son Alex and Blaine uh, help with the the publishing company and and they're just they're just great people uh, so uh, it's they're a lot of fun and it's just just creative it's just it's uh, it's it's awesome. Tim, did you have any trouble getting anyone to answer your questions? So, so um, not ans- not not the questions and I I had some you know I don't say tough questions but there's definitely some questions that. Um, I, you know, I, I went back and, and made sure that I, I asked, you know, some, some things that might be controversial. Um, so I, I think there weren't too many. I think most of them answered, answered them um, pretty openly. You know, I don't think I, I went too hard on, on them, but I definitely got into, you know, the, the concept of the, the, the chapters of the book, uh, Thomas and Julie, are – you know, I, I, I did want to get to know the researchers. I thought it's I thought it'd be interesting, uh, or the influencers, uh, for for the readers to just get get a little bit to know, you know, personal. You know, what what is you know, what does you know Thomas do when he's not you know uh, involved in the subject? You know, so just that, you know didn't overdo it, but make sure I, I you know ask some personal questions so the readers can get a little bit uh, you know. Get a little bit personal and and get to know you and the other researchers in the book, and then then jumped on subject matter questions. Obviously, there's some questions that you have to you have to ask the same exact question. You don't have to, but I think it's important to ask the same questions for each individual, so you know where they stand on on their theories. Um, and then then you throw in some some controversial ones. Um, you know, less drabs in the book, so so we we have a. We have a, a, a long uh, conversation uh, about Todd Standing, uh, so so that's going to oh, be interesting. Yeah. I think re- I think readers are going to love it. You know, yeah, as I um, recall, I think you and I had a long talk about Todd Standing. We, we did, we did, and, and and a couple others. So so it's definitely you know it's it okay. And then you know obviously Paul Freeman is there's every, mm-hmm. people think different. You know some think you know and there and. There's people on two sides of the fence with, with Paul Freeman, inclu- including Dr. Meldrum. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so I, I ask questions. Most most of the, the controversial, I don't say controversial questions, but it's mostly around the subject, you know, when I mm-hmm. ask. And there's things I have in the book. So I think there's going to be some fun things for, for people to hear and, and, and get, get perspectives from some of these uh, the individuals in the book. 
Did anyone surprise you? Um, you know, tough question because I'm, my personality, I don't get surprised. I think with, I think the, but yeah, I just, I just, I just don't set expectations. So I, I just, I'm ready for kind of anything. Um, I think uh, poor uh, Lauren Coleman. I was unprepared. He was one of my, him and Matt Pro, my first interviews, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm used to interview. And Lawrence, Lawrence is super, you know, we fun guy. Um, we. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't as prepared as I thought. Again, because I learned so much going through this, I, I changed some of the questions I asked, how I asked them, uh, how I set, 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 just set the interviews up. And and it, you know, there was, and I don't think Lauren even knows this. We had a, <laughs> we had we had, we had a, a family uh, in-law uh, a funeral. I was at the same day as, as the interview, but I didn't want to change it. So it was just, I kind of rushed it, rushed to get home to get on the interview. And it just, uh, it just, it was a little choppy, you know. It comes out good in the book, I hope. But uh, I, poor Lauren had to deal with with me for that first part. So, um, but nothing really surprised me uh, from a, and none of the individuals did. I think some, because you don't know what you're getting into if you don't know somebody. So I was um, surprised that some of how 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 cool a lot of the people are. I mean, not, I don't want to say surprised, but you get to know some of these people, and and there's a lot of folks that say there's you know this dysfunctional uh, relationships in the Bigfoot community, and I found the opposite with the book because every single person that I interviewed um, is super helpful. They they've I'm, they followed up. They've sent me additional information. They're just supportive of the book, and it's not just for their personal behalf. They're just they're just truly, genuinely want to want to help. So maybe that was surprising, but in a good way. I mean, there were a few that a few that didn't didn't have time to to get in the book that I, I was hoping to get in the book, and I had one that didn't want to do the book, which is fine. Um, and um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So, wow, excellent. Now, um, did. did I noticed there are a few names missing. Is that because they weren't available, or uh, like Bob Gimlin isn't on the list? Uh, you mentioned Don Keating; he's not on the list. Uh, did they uh, just not want to uh, participate, or did they? Uh, or you just had enough for the book as it is. A little bit of both. So yeah. uh, there's there's some individuals here that I was hoping. Obviously, Bob Gimlin would have been, you know would have been just perfect. I, I did reach out to Bob, uh, just didn't, wasn't able to get him reined in for the book. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm hoping volume two, uh, they're still, you know, maybe, you know, I'd love to get him in on in volume two. Uh, Don Keating was, was jammed. So I did reach out to Don, Don, super nice guy. I hung out with Don this past uh, uh, month or two ago at the, actually back at the Ohio Bigfoot conference again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did see Don and 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 chit chatted with him. So hopefully I can get Don in the next book. And there's a there's a bunch of other ones. And that's why I said there's no way, uh, you know, Matt Moneymaker uh, was jammed up too. And I talked to him. He was actually at at the. There's a pretty good. This past Ohio Bigfoot conference was was pretty good. Uh, Matt was there as well. So so there's some there's some individuals that I was I would have liked to get in. 
and then and then Thomas uh, and Juliet, it came down to how many can I get in one book because I didn't want to make right. it humongous. Yeah. So I and I changed the concept. Originally, I was going to do one one book to cover a large the, all of North America, you know, and then I was going to regionalize it. And then I've come up with other ideas, but then there's no way I – so the, I'm already thinking about Volume 2, which is still going to cover – which will cover all of North America. Maybe I'll regionalize it down the road, or, or, but there's just, it, there's just a lot of ideas. It, I could definitely do five or six of these books. And, and oh, yeah, maybe easily. One, yeah, and, and then and funny – here's another funny Doug Hitchcock story. So Doug, the, the original conversation I had with Doug, he said – he said, well, first he said, well, after you do the first book, and I said, wait a minute, I'm – just thought oh, I was gonna do. I'm just thinking I'm gonna do one. I said, "What do you mean after the first book?" <laughs> so then we start talking about what you, the three of us, just mentioned, and then, then he said, "Well, then, you can get into UFOs, and then you can get into paranormal, <laughs> and then you can get into <laughs> other And I'm like, "Doug, I'm just kind of interested in in Bigfoot and Sasquatch or big slash bot Sasquatch." <laughs> but anyway, funny story. He said, "You could just write books forever." <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so who knows? I mean, it's not really my thing, but you know, I mean, obviously, I can probably get into cryptids, but uh, you never know. I might there might be more to come down, you know, down the road. And the interesting mm. thing is, so some of these, some of the individuals in this book, if I do a different, you know, if I, it's, you know, if I do a region, so if I if I break it down by, you know, if I do one just on Canada, um, you know, obviously, I've Thomas and I, we've already done our interview, and and Todd Prescott, uh, you know, in the, you know, it's in the book as well. You know, it could be included in another book, so you might see your name coming back through again, uh, Mr. Steenberg. Just so you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm already nervous about what you wrote now. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I got audio. So we we let's talk about that if you guys want to talk about some of the cool things in the book. Yeah, let's do that. Go ahead. So, so some of the fun things. So obviously, uh, you know, I interviewed every single researcher, and I'll I'll, I'll run down a, a a brief list of we. I have about thirty researchers or or influencers in the book. Again, because they're not all researchers, um, I I interviewed them. I asked them every some of the same questions. Everyone got the same questions, but then there's also some other questions that are catered specifically to those individuals. Um, so there's 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 a bunch of Q and A. Um, I got a ton of good cool photos. Um, Rick Knoll sent me some amazing photos. One of that they're, they're his photos, and there's some really cool. You know, I don't know if anyone's seen. I mean, maybe these they've been circulated by Rick somewhere. That, you know, in the past, but he sent me some really really unique photos. Uh, you know, historical photos too, just of you know him and the four horsemen. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if I, he had. Any, I could have asked him, Thomas, if he had any of the two of you palling around somewhere. Um, so I got some really awesome photos, and because I I recorded the audio, I'm, what what we're going to do in the book, and of course this is all Doug's brilliance and and his team. Um, the readers, we're we're going to add QR codes, which I mean, if you're you know if you're old like me, well I, I know what a QR code is barely, but. Basically, a, a reader is going to be able to use their their mobile device, and, and they they can they can with their their camera they can hone in on that QR code, and that QR code will link them to something else. So it'll go to the Hangar One landing page, which is going to house 
It could be the color images of some of these things, mm. like the skookum cat, uh, like David Ellis. Uh, you know, I've, I've got images of, of spectrogram images in a book, but they're just not going to come out Great. as good in black and white. Um, and then audio. So then I've got audio. I've got I've got so the QR code will link you to an, could could link you to an audio. I've got audio. I got that built in. So I've got these positions throughout the book and video. So there's video ones also. So it's just going to be some really neat things. Uh, Ron Moorhead's uh, sent me allowed me to use some of the audio from um, obviously the Sierra Sounds. Uh, which is, uh, again, for the audience that doesn't know Ron Moorhead, uh, uh, back, I guess, 50 years ago, Thomas, right? Um, yeah. Recorded um, what they called the Sierra Sounds, which which is, which is are compelling, which still people scratch their heads on right now about, you know, and hasn't, you know, what what they are. So, so actually, originally it was Alan Barry that made the recordings. Ron Moorhead was with Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep, and then uh, so it's like an interactive the, book, basically, is what you know people it, can it actually I mean, um, link yeah. themselves to this information, audio, pictures, different things on the website. Correct, correct. That um, is a fascinating concept. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I wish I was smart enough to think of it, but it, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> <laughs> But it is cool. I mean, David Ellis, oh, my gosh, David Ellis sent me a bunch of, I mean, just some really cool clips. And then so they're going to be in there, you know, and you'll see the spectrogram. Spectrogram is how they visually see audio. I'm not, again, I'm not smart enough. David was David eloquently was able to teach me about it because uh, it was way over my head to understand it, but he – so, so they'll, they'll be, you'll be able to see it, see the image of the spectrogram, and then listen to the audio that's related to that image. So it's just really cool. I think it's just, just some really unique things in the book that I, I, I hope the uh, the readers uh, appreciate and enjoy. Wow, I love it. And that David was one of the um, people that I was going to bring up uh, that was on your list because. You know, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but he's been helping me do an audio project here for my property for over four years now. And we have over 600 clips of interest recorded here. And he has just spent so much time, you know, analyzing the recordings. And uh, he's just phenomenal with his time and his knowledge and... uh, you know, I just can't wait to read, uh, you know, what he had to say in the book. So shout out to David. Yeah, definitely. Shout out David Ellis. Uh, he, and, yeah, I've, I've actually listened to yourself and David on, on, on a couple podcasts discussing your property. And, and you know, he's also – I mean, he's got over 8,500 clips. Oh, I that know. It's, Bigfoot. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And he's super nice, super nice guy. He's also part of the Olympic project um, with, and Shane. Got, uh, and with Shane and Derek Randall's and that team up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Chris Spencer. Um, you know, I think you know Amy Boo helps them out a little bit up there as well. Um, and he mentioned in the book, you know, the, you know about you know his thing is he wants to do long. He doesn't want to chase a report 
and take, go take a report and drive drive away and go home or fly away and go home. He wants to he's he he wants to invest. You know, he thinks it's if he spends the long term, like you mentioned, Julie, that you'll he'll get more out of it and you'll you'll have more success if he spends time mm-hmm. there. So David, yeah, David, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he definitely spends um, a lot of of time um, going through different audio and you know he's got his categories of things so that the whole i mean the things that he does with and for the olympic project and you know another thing i was going to ask you is um was there any mention of the potential bigfoot nest sighting uh, sites in your book when you spoke to shane at all uh yeah another great question so shane yeah shane's in the book shane corson um, and Shane, uh, was gracious enough. Another nice guy. Again, I'm just, you know, again, maybe because I'm an outsider, but you know, I'm not, I'm not a researcher, but I just, I had just had great experiences with everybody. Uh, Shane's a super nice guy. Also, he, uh, wealth of knowledge, hard work. I mean, he's like, he's into it. I mean, you could just tell that he's mm-hmm. like to the ground, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm not. Sure, I don't even want to know how many hours he's out there in the woods. But uh, <laughs> so Shane, Shane was gracious enough. I've got images um, from the nest. I've got. Oh wow, that's really, awesome! Really neat things. You know, they created hand drawings. You know, when they first when they first uh, you know started to research them, and then he sent me the. You know, then the readers will be able to link to the um, a recent. Um, Presentation that they created, uh, you know, uh, from the uh, you know, ba- all based on the Olympic project, looking at data, audio, uh, just a ton of different things in there. So that's really fascinating. Uh, also, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's definitely uh, compelling, you know, for even if you're not into the subject, because what they 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 did the work. They pulled a ton of data together over, you know, over time, and and that's what you know a lot of these researchers uh, preach. You know, it's it's it is is putting the time in, uh, collecting data, and analyzing the data, and then you know you see what you can come up with. And they've got a good team up there, and they've they've got a gentleman by the name of Wes. He's uh, he's got a. Um, a a group. It's, I don't think it's a group because it may just be him, but it's called Squatcher Metrics. Squatcher Metrics. Oh yeah, and I he, love that. And he, yeah, he, so I've got I've got an excerpt from I've got some things some data from him in the book, which is really cool. And so, but he's been helping he's helped the Olympic Project analyze the the data, and that's what he is. He's a, a statistician. Statistician. Sorry, I couldn't get that out. And 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 he just you know he and and he did some unique one of a kind things for me. So basically, what I did for for Wes and also Josh from PNW uh, Bigfoot Maps, I sent them things that I was looking for. So they shot me back a bunch of data around what I was asking, and there's some unique things in the book that uh, you know that they sent they did just for the book. So it's it's really interesting, just based on reports, and I asked specific questions on you know on 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 that as well. So so I've got the, I've got that blended into the book. As well. Wow. Well, yeah. You know what it sounds to me like is this book would be r- really great for somebody who, uh, especially for somebody who um, 
is just maybe now getting into all of this and to know, you know, what resources there are available out there and, like you said, who's doing what and where. And, um, I mean, it's like a great resource uh, for people to find information on, um, you know, what exactly is the audio projects about, what what really, you know, what results came from the nesting site. I mean, there's so many um, so many things going on, but to to put it all in one one pot, so to speak, I think you did a phenomenal job with that. Well, that well, kind of leads into so. my next question, Tim. I was going to ask you, what is it that you hope the reader will take away once he or she has read your upcoming book? Great question. So uh, my, my goal is to open it up to um, different types of audience. So I'm hoping, you know, if the readers could be, you know, I'm assuming if they're going to buy the book, they're going to be an enthusiast. Um, mm-hmm. But I was also hoping that some researchers, I mean, there's, there might be some researchers in here uh, in the book that, you know, may not have known each other in the past. I've already done some, some connecting with some of the researchers, which is fun. Uh, because sometimes the researchers don't talk. Sometimes Many of them do. I mean, there's a ton of collaboration. I mean, we just talked about it with the Olympic Project, and there's right. other groups out there. Um, but then sometimes it's, it, it's been a real, really um, fascinating and uh, worthy for me to, to introduce um, one researcher to another. Uh, and then they can collaborate, and who knows what could come of it. They may, you know, maybe they're the ones who, who solved mystery. Um, so yeah. I'm hoping the, the readers can take the book, uh, and it's, I'm only scratching the surface because, again, I could write a whole book on each, maybe each one of these researchers or, or at least a half a book. Uh, so I'm only giving yeah. them, yeah, so I'm only giving them, you know, a, a small chapter, you know, you know, how many, whatever it's going to be, you know, I'm not sure even how many pages it's going to be, and it varies, uh, you know, because, of, and so I'm hoping to give a snapshot uh, to the readers of, of what's being done out there which maybe no one, you know, an enthusiast or a researcher may not know. I mean, most researchers know uh, what's, you know, when, who are really into it. But there's, there's a lot of folks that, ha- you know, I've met folks that have, they, they just want to understand what's happening, what's going on. So I'm, I'm trying to put it all in one book. Obviously, like we said before, there's hundreds of researchers, so I couldn't, cr- I couldn't get them all in one book. Uh, so, um, so I'm hoping just to give give a, a a snapshot of some of the interesting things, some of the compelling data that's out there. Uh, I'm, I blended a witness account, so try to put a little bit for everyone in there, uh, so that so most chapters have a, a, an account. Uh, either it's 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 like Thomas Steinberg's uh, chapter. He you know is is about one of the the. Uh, witnesses, groups of witnesses that he interviewed. So you get to see, a, you get to read about a witness account. Some of the researchers have their own have their own accounts, and you know, so so again, and then there's some things that didn't make the book that, you know, well, I'm going to figure out how to get some of that out to to the folks too. That were just that were gr- good information, but I just you know for for space reasons, it's just tough to get them in. So um, that's what I hope for. I just hope it gives it gives it gives a a shed of light. Uh, it's really it, the book's about the it's, it's about the influencers. So it's it's really uh, it's it's to share what you guys are doing out there. 
And it's all consisting of uh, researchers uh, or influencers who are still with us. Uh, none of the uh, names from the past are in it, like the late John Green, the late Reddy Dan, and the late Grover Kratz, the late Bob Dimas. Correct, yeah, because because I wanted an interview-style um, type of book. You know, I, obviously I, I – I, mention, you know, I make mention of, of some of them in the book, obviously, uh, but, but the goal was to, to do that, uh, to, to take the individuals where I could actually have a, 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 you know, that are still with us today that I could have an interview with. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And there might be one or two people that you don't know that ended up in the book, you know? Well, actually, I, I was just going to point that out. There are a couple of names in your list that I've never heard of, and I thought I'd heard of everybody. <laughs> but see, now Thomas is, need to get down here to the state. Is what Amy need to do. Boo. Who's Amy Boo? <laughs> yeah. So um, Amy Boo is... Um, I don't know how long Amy's Amy's been been involved in in the subject for a while. She she's a her background is she's a school teacher, uh, mm-hmm. and she's again kind and modest. Uh, she yeah. actually because and she because of her background in writing and 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 teaching, she actually offered she she did some proofreading for me for the book. You know, wow, that's <laughs> again, awesome. it's it's. It's going back to how everyone was just – it's like a big team effort. So I actually sent Amy a few chapters, a couple chapters, and she – it's funny. She proofread them. I got them back, and I'm like, yep, she's definitely a school teacher with all the red <laughs> marks on there. I said, Thank you, Amy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, it's well, tough. Have a little gold star attached to project. Um, she also has the Project Zoo book. Isn't that what it's called, or – Right. So, so a couple of unique things she does. You know, Amy thinks she possibly had a couple of visual uh, uh, accounts. Uh, it's possible. Uh, um, she's also, uh, once she got involved in the subject, she started going to. Um, she got ta- tagged in to go. Uh, she filled in at a. It was a hunting and fishing uh, conference that one of her friends asked her to cover for her. And I guess, I think her friend wasn't, you know, it wasn't a Bigfoot booth, but she, he or she, I can't remember, asked if she would take, take the booth over because they couldn't make it. So she set up a Bigfoot booth at a hunting and fishing conference. Wow. Uh, didn't know what to expect. Amy's very approachable also. Uh, she just gives you that. She's not, and, and, and she was fascinated with these, so at a, at a non-Bigfoot conference, of all these these reports she was getting from hunters and fishers and, and, and farmers and just people that, you know, would come up to her. And sometimes it's fun, she's funny. She says some of them, if there's a group of them together, that maybe they wouldn't, you know, they would stop by and see what she's doing. And then later on, one of the individuals would come back when he wasn't around his buddies and, and tell her his story, you know. And she has some fascinating stories, and you know some of the you know, some things that stood out to me with her stories that she, that or reports she took is that some of these hunters don't go out in the woods anymore. They had they yeah. had a sighting, and these these are these are old timers that have hunted for years and years and years and years, woodsmen, 
and they had an encounter and never gone back. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's pretty compelling, you know, and then Amy also has, um, she, she created a, a group, it's called Project Zoo Book and Shane and uh, Chris uh, are part of that from the Olympic Project as well. And basically, and then there's some others in, 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 the, in the group as well. So basically the, the concept of Project Zoo Book, uh, they, they, they get together on a Zoom call uh, once or twice a month, and the group consists of some individuals that may not want to go public, that they are involved, in, that they're interested in the subject because of their, their career path, so, you know, whether it's primatologists, zoologists, they're, you know, biologists, there's some academia and non-academia individuals in the group that want to talk about this subject, want to talk about the research that's going on in this subject, but because of their professional careers, they're not allowed to really talk about it in public, right. I guess. So, yeah, and that's, so that's I think that's is. really important stuff that they're doing because, I mean, to have the input from people um, – in their perspective fields, it's just I think it would be absolutely fascinating to hear some of you know some of their input. Definitely, definitely. So it, it's it's pretty it's it's a it's an interesting. I, I was fortunate enough to, to be invited to a couple of the, the Zoom calls, and it 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 it's fascinating. You know, definitely is. So so Tom, huh. that's Amy Boo. Yeah, Amy's wonderful. Shout out to Amy. Um, she, uh, you know, like you said, she is very approachable and very humble. You know. Do you she's know very her? Julie? About huh? Do you know her? Yeah, I know Amy. Mm-hmm. We need to get her on the show. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, get her on the- I didn't recognize the name at all. I thought I knew everybody in those. And then there's individuals like that Dr. Esteban Sarmiento. We mentioned him earlier. You know, he's a he's a historical. You know, he you know he started because uh, Doug Hitchcock tracked him down. You know, I guess back in the 90s, he mm-hmm. was a he you know worked in the, the uh, um, he's a primatologist and works with great ape worked with great apes, um, and um, he uh, got pulled into this just as from him from his um, background and expertise in that. And he ended up, you know, he was in the first Legend Meet Science. He's, he was on Monster Quest. He traveled around the world yeah. with, with, with that group. And That's, he's yeah. not a, you know, and he's got some interesting, uh, you know, he's, he's, again, he comes strictly from a primatologist and biologist background. And he, he, he'll say he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't, no, if there's an animal out there, but what he found right. fascinating, he's, he's objective and skeptical, but what he finds fascinating is that across the globe, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of, of witness accounts, and there's got to be something to it. That's what he says. What, what it is, he doesn't know, but there's, there's, you know, there's got to be something to, um, to all these accounts. A healthy dose of skepticism is the best quality a researcher can have. It really is. Um, I know I met him back in 2015 at the Bigfoot Conference, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference, and 
yeah, he's another one that's very approachable. You know, we talked for a while, and, you know, I just, uh, I really like the fact that he doesn't, he's not one of those that will look at a cast or, or look at a picture of a foot track and be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, definitely a big foot. He's always the one that's saying, this is why it couldn't be this. And, you know what I mean? He just brings so much knowledge and, um, but he he's also not afraid to because There's so many people that will be like, oh look at this track, you know, this one one print in the mud. All of a sudden, yeah, it's Bigfoot. But um, it's so refreshing to have folks like him, you know, that are educated and been out in the field, bring a lot to the table. And I was really glad to see that he was in your book. Yeah, I'm excited too. There's a good blend of individuals in the book. Uh, so I, I think that's what's 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 fascinating and fun. Uh, so so it, it'll it'll speak to uh, to that. It, it, you know, one of the challenges was uh, you know I ended I put the book in alphabetical order <laughs> just because I figured that's the safest way to do it. Because how do you, uh-huh. you know, how do you, you you can't you know so so I the book's in alphabetical order. Um, so so but also so it also gives readers a reason to go you know you got to dig into the book to get to some people you know like Jeff Meldrum's M so and Tom Steenberg's gonna you know so no offense Thomas right. but you're towards the back it just happens to be that your last name Steenberg so <laughs> <laughs> that's perfectly I fine. love that you did it that way that's very smart <laughs> yeah 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 it was tough because I I, I, I I thought about that you know. Um, you know Peter Burns in the book, and Peter obviously, if if the read, the audience, the listeners don't know who Peter Burns is, and he's one of the the the, the last living, uh, what's referred to as four horsemen of Bigfoot. Um, obviously, uh, Mr. Steinberg's had uh, has worked with him uh, in the past, and he's uh, you know he's in his mid 90s, and he's still he's still doing his own his own type of research. He's uh, he's still active and. You know, he's you know in the 1940s he was he was you know hiking the Himalaya looking for the Yeti yeah. in the 1940s. I mean, in the 1940s is just just crazy to think how long had he's been involved in this subject. So, uh, yeah. So he you know I said well I could take the book off with Peter Byrne, but if I do it in the interest of keeping it in the in alphabetical order, he's still B. So he's he's right at he's he's still in the in the, you know in the top few. So. Mhm. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I'll tell you what, we, we're coming to a point here where we'll have to um, wind down with the show, but what what I'm thinking is, um, now you said probably within two weeks to 30 days you'll know more about when the book's going to actually be available. Co- correct. So so right now, uh, Julie, the um, we're, we're working on – the, the very final layout. So we're working on the layout of the book right now. So so the the, the proofreading's done. You know my manuscripts. We turned the manuscript in. I got the 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 publisher proofread after my gazillion proofreads, including the you know you know it just it was just one of the toughest parts of the book was the proofread. I, I would I would do a chapter, print it, read it, find the mistakes, do that six or seven times, send it to someone else like Amy Boo or the and then. Come back with a bunch more mistakes. So, <laughs> uh, oh, that's a that's a process, yeah. isn't it? It's a frustrating yeah, yeah. process. Yeah. I I've been through it a number of times. Yes. <laughs> 
definitely. Yeah, but, that's you know, what part. I think we'll do is why don't we, um, when, when we get closer to when you know for sure when the book's coming out, why don't we have you back on, and that way we okay. can let our listeners know exactly where to get it and, uh, you know, maybe follow up on a few more um, of the people that are in the book and, and just do another follow-up interview with you right before it it's released to the public. I would enjoy that. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, you know, 15 to 30 days that it, it might be okay. out and and what I'm going to what I'm going right now you can pre-order on Hangar 1 um um on the Hangar 1 uh publisher uh, publishing website and all the pre-orders I'm going to I'm going to autograph them and get them out. Oh, okay. And then and then what I'm going to do when the book's released, we're going to we're going to have some of our some of the individuals that have uh museums and such and bookstores that related to the subject, I'm going to get it in their hands as well. I'm going to autograph copies for them. So before it goes mass, you know, to the, to the mass merchants, I, I would like the, the individuals that, you know, like, a, again, like a Cliff Barrickman who's got the, the you know, his, his museum and, and, and Lauren right. Coleman and, and Lyle Blackburn. And so, so they, they can uh, do that as well. And what's really cool about the book, and I, I know we're getting close on time, is is because individuals are in the book, you can buy the book, and then you can go find Thomas Steenberg and have him autograph his chapter. And then every time you're at a conference and one of the, the influences are at, at the conference, you can you can have him autograph their personal chapter. So it'd be kind yeah. of a, a unique momentum. So memento. Oh, that's so awesome. I thought that was, that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Wow. I tell you, this this sounds really exciting. I'm really glad that we had you on the show. Um, now, tell us again where where we can pre-order a book. What is it? A website? Mm-hmm. Yes, you go to the HangerOnePublishing.com uh, website. You can you can pre-order the book, um, and then once the books are out, uh, we'll you know we'll have again we'll have them out in, in some of the museums that and then on the e-commerce book sites and then. Then after after that, well, it'll be available, you know, and all the anywhere you can buy books at. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. So yeah, we're gonna have uh, Tim back though, you know, right before the book um, is available to kick off, um, you know, and remind everybody that hey, now's the time to, if you haven't gotten it yet, you know, now's the time to do it. And uh, there's several names in the book, and in the part two, what we'll do is we'll just kind of go down the list of the people that are in the book. That way, everybody can know. Um, and and then maybe if you had a few more sh- stories you could share with us, um, you know that that would be great for having you back on. One hundred percent. Thank you so much for for having me. All right. All right. Well, Thomas, you got anything else to add before we close for this one? I'm just saying I'm looking forward to the book coming out. It was a lot of fascinating questions, probing questions, mm-hmm. and I asked them. Uh, I think the book is going to be great. Uh, it's we, uh, The concept of just doing one on, on the researchers and their methods, it's, it's, uh, it's a unique concept. I'm really looking forward to it. I appreciate Absolutely. that. I'm glad. So so thankful to be here on the show. So thank you guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Wow, that's so so fascinating. And for our listeners, I I hope you enjoyed this show because 
um, wow, you know, I I didn't have any idea about the interactive parts of this book, and now I'm even more fired up, which I didn't think I could be, but wow, <laughs> that is really cool. cool. Yeah, thank you. And we're 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 gonna we're, there might be uh, coming soon down the pike a Bigfoot influencers podcast coming up. Oh wow, that would uh, be really would be cool. Fun. Yep, working on that now. Well, you definitely need to keep us posted on that. Um, uh, sort of in uh, correlation with the book, or uh, just a separate idea. One hundred percent, yeah. And it's gonna we're, we're, it's gonna be uh, part of um, the uh, well. So uh, Doug Highcheck and family have the um, they have obviously the Hangar One Publishing, but they also have Untold Radio. You know, Doug's got his own podcast and. We're going to be part of that team, so because we're all one big team anyway. He's publishing the book, so it's going to be you know totally the big called Big for the Influencers podcast. Uh, my my wife is going to co-host with me, or I'm going to co-host with her because she'll, she'll probably you know steal the show. And then we'll have so, so we so we're working on the preliminary uh, features of it now. And it's going to be fun, you know. It's it's, it's I, I have a, a you know my, my first batch of people to interview already for for you know. So we're working on on you know obviously it's the Bigfoot influencers. So we we're going to have some of the influencers on the podcast, but we're going to wow. see how creative we can get. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, I look forward to it. So awesome. Well, I'll tell you when you come back, you can definitely update us on, you know, on what is going on with that too, because I think people are going to be very excited about this information. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys enjoy the rest of your your evening. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, you too. And, Thomas, I will uh, be back in the studio with you in a week or so, and we will uh, have some more exciting guests coming on. And we will be on regularly now since I'm back from the beach. (laughs) And Thomas is like, "Um, yeah, where'd you go? (laughs) God love you. Roger All that. right, guys. Great. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and um, this is another episode of On the Shoulders of Giants, talking old timers with Thomas. Thank you so much. <laughs>